0: Yo, what is good? This is your boy, Smoking J, the Fantasy Fornicator. And I just want to let you guys know sign up with Monkey Knife Fight. They will match your first deposit up to $50 when you use the promo code Dubros. That is D A B R O S. Baseball is back. We still got UFC. Basketball is back as well. And football is right around the corner. Make sure you guys log in to monkeyknifefight.com. Download their app. Use the promo code once again, Bros. They will match your first deposit up to 50 bucks. That's free money. You can never go wrong with free money. Let's get it, baby.
1: Hello there. This is Richard Dent. You're listening to the Bears, Brews, and the Bros podcast.
0: Welcome back to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. This is your boy, Smoking J. Back in the house with Doc PLC fantasy sweetness, and of course we got the homie, Bogard Scott Free from the GMM Network, stepping in once again, filling in the shoes of
1: the great one renegade, Bogard,
0: appreciate you uh, jumping on again Brody.
1: Oh man, pleasure pleasure, you know what I'm saying I am a, I am a bro, we just said this on the last show, recently you know what I'm saying, uh saying, shout out to dad he had debuted me he found out that I existed you know what I'm saying? From one of his Sanchez. You know what I mean? And now yeah. I'm back with my step bros. You know what I'm saying? My half bros, even.
0: <laughs> half bros, even. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: And
0: today, so we've been uh, breaking out of the divisions. And, you know, we kind of, like, mismanaged the time, honestly. So we're, today we're going to run through the AFC conference. We already did the AFC East with the homie, Joe, from Turn Up the Jets. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to Joe. Make sure you guys tune in to his podcast to turn up the facts. Today, we're going to break down the AFC West, also the AFC North, as well as the AFC South. Doc, you got the lead on this one. Go ahead.
2: Okay, we're going to start off with the AFC North. The team last year that I picked to win the Super Bowl midseason was the Baltimore Ravens. I obviously ended up being wrong. Uh, however, we're talking fantasy impact first. You have Action Jackson. Yeah. R. Jackson is such a great quarterback. The way that Greg Roman has set him up for success is what everybody in Chicago wishes they could do with Mitchell Trubisky.
1: Already, right. right. You yeah. cannot
2: compare the talents because One minute,
1: he has to bring it up. I love it.
2: Jackson is so much better, but Greg Roman is so great as an offensive coordinator. He sets his team up for success, sets the players up for success, and therefore, for fantasy value, Lamar Jackson is a great pick again. You see him in drafts going very high, usually the second quarterback off the board uh, after Patrick Mahomes. He's worth having on your team. Personally, me speaking, I don't. I prefer to wait on quarterbacks, take them later. But I'm not going to be mad at you for taking Lamar Jackson. He's going to be a great player to have on your team. As far as the running back position in Baltimore goes, you got Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins. As I heard somebody say one time, I forget who it was, one of the fantasy guys is we've seen Mark Ingram in this position before where he had a rookie coming in and he gave his spot up with Alvin Kamara. J.K. Dobbins, I believe he's going to do the same thing. He's going to be, especially by the end of the season, he's going to be the lead back for that Baltimore run-focused offense. Mark Ingram's still going to get touches, but they're going to be dramatically reduced. I wouldn't want Mark Ingram on my fantasy team. I'd take J.K. Dobbins and hopefully have somebody you can start early in the season because I don't think J.K. Dobbins is going to have the role early in the season fantasy-wise. It's going to come later in the season when he takes over the lead role. So that's where I'm at. Don't take Mark Ingram. Take J.K. Dobbins, and you'll be good to go for fantasy. Yes, sir. um, For the wide receivers – Their wide receiving core is so young. Uh, It it is – it's so young. Uh, Hollywood Brown is the main focus for wide receivers on that team. And I think he's going to have a good season. If he can stay healthy, he's got that potential, that home run threat, and to put up points. And their rookie they just drafted – DuVernay, however you say it. I think he's going to be very good. I think you'd rather own him in a dynasty league than this year. I don't know how his impact is going to be right away. Uh, But I like the pick. I think he has great potential. And then second-year guy, Miles Boykin, he – again, if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to complement Hollywood Brown very well. And – Be a good target for Lamar Jackson. Look for Lamar Jackson to put up a little more. I think he's gonna be better in the pass game this year than he was last year. If like I said, that depends on the receiver staying healthy. And then possibly their biggest threat in the air, Mark Andrews. He is their tight end. He's going as the third tight end, sometimes second tight end in fantasy. And I think that's a good pick. I think If last year he battled injuries all season, I was a Mark Andrews owner. I was worried every game, but he went out and played through it and still put up numbers. If he's healthy this year, look out. Because like I said, last year he put up great numbers injured. So that can only get better. And with that run game, it opens up the play action. So you're looking good. After the Ravens, we are gonna go to Cincinnati, and in Cincinnati, they got a new quarter. What was that?
1: They're 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 gonna be really fun to watch too. Oh
2: yeah, I think I'm I think Cincinnati. For them this year. Cincinnati's future is looking bright with their you know first pick in the draft, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, product of LSU, you know he's from Ohio. He grew up in a very poor area in Ohio. He drew attention to that with the Seisman speech. They raised a ton of money for it, and that's fantastic. And so I think he's right at home in Cincinnati, and he's going to be comfortable. And look for him to be an upgrade from, oh, uh, uh, what the Red Rocket, the gingerest of them all, Andy Dalton.
1: Yeah, and he's
2: an he's an upgrade from that. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who think he's going to have a fantasy impact right away. I think definitely uh, Smoke and Jay is one of them. But I think he'll be a good quarterback. I wouldn't take him as my number one right away. In Dynasty, though, you definitely want to get your hands on this guy. That's it. That's how I feel. The uh, running back position in Cincinnati – Everybody knows you got Joe Mixon, and Sweetness is in love with him. Pretty sure he did an edit on Instagram. Go check that out, at (laughs) FantasySweetness. Yeah, I got you. I
1: love Joe Mixon, too, bro. Listen. He's
0: just too good. Oh, my God. Joe
2: Mixon is a very good running back. He burned me in the past, but, you know – Life happens and we can uh, move on from that. Joe Mixon's good. He's got his offensive line. Hopefully, he can stay healthy and look for him to be even more productive than he was last year. Probably going to finish as a top 10 running back. And, you know, the big reason for that is uh, the next where we step is the wide receivers. The wide receivers on that team are looking really good. Uh, AJ Green. He's coming off injury. He got a franchise tag, which is amazing. I cannot believe they gave him a franchise tag. But they they love him. And when healthy, he is really good. Him and Julio Jones were always battling it out for that number one receiver slot a while ago. That downside is that was a while ago.
0: That sounds um, so
2: oh yeah, that sounds so old. I know, I know. It's uh you know we're getting we're getting old here we're, we're getting old here. Uh, but I've
1: been in the game like two years lo- uh, uh, longer, right? Then because I know Julio came in 2014. I'm trying to remember when, when did because I know t- I know AJ Green balled out 2013, but I'm not sure if that was his rookie year or his sophomore year.
2: Man, anyway. I I don't remember, I don't remember. But we digress. AJ Green, he's uh you know probably not a number one receiver anymore i think tyler boyd has taken over the role as the number one receiver on that team last year i owned him in fantasy he was great uh he put up great numbers and proved that he can do it even with aj green off the field and so i think he's going to do that he's going to be a great piece to have for joe burrow and i've I like owning him he's got a better quarterback now, in my opinion, so look at him to get better numbers um on our show sheet we got john ross eh, I'm not high on john ross no, he's uh he's a burner, and that's fantastic but i I just don't i'm not gonna take i'm not gonna take him on my team. He's a good person to take a flyer on um uh, and then definitely in Dynasty, you want to take T. Higgins. So if you could get Joe Burrow and T. Higgins in your Dynasty League, you're looking at a really good future, in my opinion. Uh, tight end. I don't even know why we put this guy on here because he hasn't done anything in his career that's worth noting. So... Oh, my man,
1: on- my man, CJ, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, secret of the yeah.
2: Yeah, we'll go with that. I'm not gonna repeat that because I can't. Best, I can't. Awesome. I can't do the it moment. like the bogey. That's, but
1: that's
2: CJ, almost a nigger. That's
1: Lamar' born identity.
2: Has literally not done nothing in his career, so I'm not gonna talk about him until he actually does something. Don't own him. I wouldn't even look at him as a fantasy option. You know, it, maybe at the end of the year I'll be proved wrong. It's not worth worth your time. He's not good enough. So let's go on to Cleveland. Okay. At Cleveland, we got Baker Mayfield. I forget what uh, Bogey calls him. The rooster. (laughs) The rooster. That's right. The rooster. Baker Mayfield. I think he's a bum quarterback. However, in that offense this year, he might be worth owning. They got, you know, on the outside, they got a OBJ and Landry. Uh, they added Austin Hooper, which we all know Bears, Brews, and the Bros. We don't like Austin Hooper. If David and, and Joku can stay healthy, though, he's got a lot of options to throw to. Uh, so maybe he'll do that. We got Chubb and Hunt out of the backfield. So Baker Mayfield has no excuse to not be successful. Because he has all the weapons in the world. And so we'll we'll see what happens. I don't, like I said, I'm not fond of him. But if he's going to have a good season, if he's going to be a good NFL quarterback, he's on the team to do it and he has the weapons to do it. So we'll see what happens this year. Um, you get to the backfield in Cleveland. You got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I would be okay having those as my number one and number two running backs on my fantasy football team. I think they're both going to put up really good numbers. I think that the offensive coordinator realizes that Baker Mayfield's a bum, and so they're going to lean on Chubb and Hunt, and that will open up to play action game. And it's, like I said, just start them both. You'll be good. Uh, And God forbid an injury happens to either one, the value of the other goes way up. And if you're talking dynasty, there's no way they keep both backs. So one of them will go to another team and be the number one running back. So then you would have two number one running backs and that, you know, nothing more you can ask for in fantasy.
1: Um, oh, man, Kareem Hunt, come to my Niners next year. Let's go. Oh, gee.
2: Get out of here. Get out of here. We're, this is not a 49ers show.
1: I'm just saying. Do it. Wish,
2: this is, this is Bears, Brews, and the Bros. Um, but I, 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 am,
1: I am the, the evil step brother. Hey, listen,
2: <laughs> uh, Bogey, is uh, Robbie Gold still on that team? I didn't think they need a kicker.
1: Yeah, listen, listen. As, y'all, y'all gave him the boot, pun intended. He loves Chicago. That's his team. That's where he's from, I think, if I remember correctly. And uh, we 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 showed we loved him by franchise tagging him last year. But but right. I, 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 that's a good question though. I, I wonder so if he saw so. Him. You
2: don't need you don't need Kareem Hunt. You have a kicker already.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm just saying.
1: Hey, you never know. So, maybe he, maybe he reunites with Matt
2: Nagy. You okay. Know re- right? So, stepping on to the uh, wide receivers, uh, our man, renegade, loves himself some Odell Beckham. You know, I I think he's, he's good. He's had a few off years, and his personality is something that every head coach, every wide receiver coach, offensive coordinator has to fight with. But if... Odell can actually hold his mind together and just focus on football, he can be an elite number one wide receiver and worth having on your team. Uh, Jarvis Jarvis Landry coming off surgery. Um, Our man Sweetness, again, made an edit for that because he's in love with Jarvis Landry. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that, though. Jarvis Landry is really good When he's healthy He put up great numbers last year And if he can stay healthy He's going to put up great numbers this year You could be okay having Odell And Landry on your team Because both of them Are good Suitable wide receivers um, Worth having on fantasy teams Like I said pending health I think everything is pending health With fantasy football Uh Step to the tight ends. They brought in Austin Hooper and originally I thought that was good and then we looked at things a little more. Yeah, I don't think Austin Hooper's going to be that great. But, you know, we're taking a late round fly run see what he does. Uh, see if Baker the bum may feel the rooster can actually get the tight ends involved. We'll see what happens. But I wouldn't count on it. I wouldn't get either tight end to be a fantasy value. And uh, that's about it. They're worth keeping an eye on, but don't count on it. Last but not least in the AFC North, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're led by quarterback Ben Rapisberger. <laughs> Sorry, Roethlisberger.
0: Um my fault for putting in a show
2: sheet my bad. That's that's okay. We call it how we see it, you know. Yep. And he is when healthy one of the best fantasy quarterbacks to own. He's had a five thousand yard season, or maybe more than one. I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me. But he loves to throw the ball. He holds on to that ball for a long time. He's not afraid to get hit, and he lets his receivers get open and he launches it down the field and puts up fantasy numbers. So for a fantasy quarterback, I wouldn't mind having him. Make sure you have a handcuff, though, because of that injury. Um, but otherwise, like I said, get Ben Roethlisberger. He's good. You step to their running backs. You got James Conner is – in my opinion, far and away, their number one running back. I think Benny Snell is not going to be competing for carries. I think Anthony McFarland is an exciting young rookie, someone to pick up in fantasy uh, for dynasty purposes. But this season, I, I think you're looking at James Conner. As long as he's healthy, he will be the number one workhorse carrying that team. Here's hoping he can stay healthy. If he goes down, I think Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland are going to split carries because I don't think either one of them has what it takes right now to carry that team. And as far as wide receivers go, you still got Juju Smith-Schuster as the number one. Deontay Johnson is a number two who has the potential to play like a number one as well. I think that Deontay Johnson is up and coming. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is on his way out. And I think eventually what you're going to end up with is Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool, much like Antonio Brown found his way out of Pittsburgh. I think that's what's going to happen with Juju. Uh, so their Pittsburgh Steelers are have been for a while very good at rotating players rotating their wide receivers uh you go back to emmanuel sanders they let him go and oh, and so now it's now it's juju and juju is going to find his way out deontay johnson's going to take his place chase claypool's going to step up that's what pittsburgh does and so i think juju and deontay are definitely worth owning in fantasy football chase claypool you could take a flyer on him definitely want him in uh dynasty though
0: i've been hearing a lot of good things about claypool man and and the fact that uh roethlisberger definitely looks for him a lot especially in the red zone i've been hearing a lot of good things about claypool man
2: yeah well you know what we'll see what happens he's like i said i think he's worth taking a flyer on and in dynasty he's a must-own because Definitely I think next year, as soon as next year he's gonna move up to that number two slot, so that's how I feel about that. Their tight end, Vance McDonald, he had a few good plays. I know I'm pretty sure he's the one who just ran over Chris Conti yep. um Tampa Bay yep. he,
1: just that was ran,
2: he just ran over him. And that's how he made his name. He had one, like, really good game. But I don't know that he's had any really good games since then.
1: They brought in Eric Ebron, though, too. So, I think it's kind of like – I think that it might be like a trap, like, to look at any of them. Maybe maybe more of a DFS play when you look right. at those tight ends.
2: I think, I think as far as the Pittsburgh tight ends go, you have to be careful with them. Definitely play based on their defense. And keep an eye on how the tight ends are actually used. I think realistically, you're going to get more value out of the receivers and running backs than their tight ends. So that's how that's the AFC North fantasy values.
0: I just I just think mm-hmm. Eric Ebron is going to be the one to be uh, Vance McDonald's. Has, has, he's had opportunities. He's had years in fantasy where people were up on
2: him, including myself. Ebron Evron may be the number one, but I still don't think you're gonna get a lot of fantasy points from him. I, I think I think he would be a and streaming Brian option. And Ebron. You'd wanna play him during like a bye week for your starting tight end. I don't think he's for a sure. starting tight end on a fantasy team. So All
1: right,
0: Bogard. Do the Ravens win the Super Bowl this year?
1: I mean, shit. I I I will say they'll get to the AFC Championship. I think they're on. They they do have the coach who has the pedigree. You know what I mean? And then they even like, you know, even it was no coincidence that Greg Roman went over there because obviously he worked with his brother Jim for years. You know what I mean? They're set up for success, but I think I think the but you know the Chiefs got their number.
0: Okay. Sweetness. Do the Ravens win a Super Bowl this year? This is a tricky question. If the Ravens do make it to the Super Bowl, if the Ravens are in the Super Bowl, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's going to have already been doing it all year. Signing of uh, Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. uh, Anchor that defense. It's a big step. In the locker room, it's a big step in their culture. It's going to change a lot of things. But, uh, yeah, I say yes. The Ravens win the Super Bowl. I'm going to say no because I picked the Seahawks, but I do see the Ravens making it to the Super Bowl. Um, This team is too good. They designed this team very well. They assembled uh, just great coaching staff to make sure Lamar Jackson – is in the best position for him to succeed and for that team to succeed for that matter. Adding a J.K. Dobbins is going to put less stress on Lamar Jackson. He's not going to have to run the ball as much. They still have Mark Ingram this year who's going to take those you know short yardage situations and not put the emphasis on Lamar to take those blows to the body. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like the Ravens to make it to the Super Bowl I don't see them winning it because me, myself, I got the Seahawks winning it. But definitely they will have their shot, a great chance at winning it. Just making it alone, it's a 50-50 chance. So anything can happen. Doc, I just want to wanna add something to that real quick. Uh, I see a lot of running quarterbacks in, in my time watching football get hit really hard. If they were those quarterbacks like Michael Vick or any guy that had to resort to running the ball. Cam Noon. Even when Lamar Jackson gets hit, I feel like he avoids the impact. I, I think he's more laying down the boom. I think he avoids big hits because he's just a big dude himself. But he's he's just a different type of runner. Doesn't really absorb hits. But they will, you know, they will utilize the running backs they have to avoid contact as well. Yeah, as they should. As they should. Doc, do the Ravens win a Super Bowl?
2: man that is a great question i don't know that they can make it i think they're going to play upset this year i think they're going to be upset after what happened last year um they let a lot of people down and i think they're at least going to be the afc championship game i got chiefs obviously and the ravens in the afc championship game i think that's going to be a great game And Man, I don't know. I don't know. The NFC teams are really tough. So, you know, whether it's Seattle or San Francisco or the Saints, you're going to have a really tough matchup to play. Or the Bucs, as Sweetness would say, because we all know he loves Tom Brady. So I'm going to have to say the odds aren't in their favor. I I wouldn't pick them. I'm going to pick the NFC to win the Super Bowl but I would like to see it. I like the Ravens. I like the way they play, and I would like to see them win. I just don't think they will. I think they're going to be a contender for it, but who knows.
0: All right, Bogart.
2: Yeah.
1: Any, I,
0: any bold predictions for this division? Did, wait, did you answer this question already? Yeah, yeah, yeah you did, did. did. Okay, yeah. Bold predictions for this division. Any bold prediction?
1: Okay. Nick Chubb, top five, uh running back in fantasy. Uh, another bold one. Uh, uh, let's say top three for Nick Chubb, like that that that, that makes it bold. Thank you because uh, with the fact that the cream hunt's even there, so that makes it extra bold. Um, yeah uh Joe burrow, he's a, he's a, he's a top 12 QB. Um, A.J. Green, and this is a disclaimer, if healthy. Maybe this is not even. Maybe we don't even have to say if healthy. Let's just say let's just go all the way bold. AJ Green returns to a top five uh, uh, receiver. Ouch. And and Joe Mixon right? Joe Mixon he's even bolder. Joe Mixon number one overall running back. Damn. Right, I'm trying to go. All right, you
0: you gotta you gotta leave us some bold predictions here. All right, I know you're right. Keep it to one or two, man.
1: All right, my bad. <laughs>
0: well All right, man, uh Sweetness, you wanna take this one? Uh yeah, I'll go ahead and uh you guys know where I'm at with uh, Landry, the number one receiver in Cleveland. Um I keep saying it and I'm gonna keep reiterating it as long as I'm alive. Um he finished uh cor- uh wide receiver one last year. I think Odell finished at the back end of the twos. I'm not gonna talk too much shit. I'm just going to say that they were both injured. It's not an an excuse. It is what it is. You play through the injuries. One person got uh, surgery. The other one didn't. Jarvis Landry, number one receiver in uh, Cleveland for 2020. Mark Andrews, number one tight end in 2020 because Lamar Jackson loves him some fucking Mark Andrews, bro. Um, Yeah, uh, as as far as uh, Joe Mixie goes, bro, I've been saying he's top three talent. Bogart, you are. Uh, you still. you still in the flow. Hey, my my bad. bad, My bad. it won't happen again. No, you're good, brother. Uh-huh. I, know, I know you're. You're. You're high on on Joe Mixon. So am I. I love that take. I'm with it. I'm backing it. Joe Mixon for number one running back all day. Burrow for rookie of the year. That's not too bold, but I burrow rookie of the year, man. And uh, also finishing inside the top inside the top 10. You know what I'm saying? He's a beast, and we've seen it, bro. He's he's really like that. Juju also, uh, let me throw Juju in here real quick. Top 10 uh, comeback player of the year. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Let me go with the bull predictions real quick. First up, Joe Burrow will throw 35-plus touchdowns. Woo! He will be a top 10 quarterback this year. That's my bull prediction with Cincinnati with the motherfucking Ravens, J.K. Dobbins will be a top 12 running back.
1: Oh, I like that one.
0: He will be a top 12 running back because he adds a different element to that team. He's so dynamic, bro. Like him just being so good in that read option type of offense, bro. We're going to see this team on a whole different level. J.K. Dobbins, top 12. Last one that I got, Deontay Johnson will be the number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh fantasy-wise and real-life-wise. That is my last bold prediction for this division. Doc, love
1: Love that Deontay Johnson take, bro. That's a good one. Doc,
0: what are your bold predictions for this division?
2: Wow, boys. You have a lot of bold predictions. So I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it to one. I got Pittsburgh winning the division. That Roethlisberger stays healthy. That offense is going to put up points. And that defense is going to play elite. So, I got Pittsburgh winning that division over Baltimore. Baltimore is still going to make the playoffs as a wild card, though.
1: Right. That, is, that is actually bold. I retract my statement. I was like, that's not that bold. But, not actually, that's no, no,
2: that, that is –
0: yeah, that's kind of bold, man, because, you know, Ravens, they're they're – they're Have you play. looked at that schedule?
2: Jesus Christ. No, definitely not. I haven't done my research on that. The
1: Ravens
2: I was talking about the Ravens schedule.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like the softest. Ugh. Oh,
0: shit. We're going with Bo GZ over here. We're talking about the AFC South. Go ahead, brody.
1: Yeah. We're taking them to the, the AFC Dirty South. You know what I'm saying? We're, we'll start off uh, in, 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 out there in the dirty. We'll start off in Houston. You know what I'm saying, um, you know we, we're 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 gonna be able to see Deshaun Watson actually be a quarterback that can make actual decisions and not have this this dominant receiver that he needs to pepper. You know what I'm saying because we already seen the 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 uh, the absence or that the absence to say the pilgrimage of uh, one Nuke Skywalker. They brought in Brandon Cooks. You know what I'm saying they got they got that well Will Awfuler as I like to call him because he's god awful to me you know what I'm saying um and I say God awful cuz I just hate I just hate him he's still a great he's still a great um uh, receiver though like he literally change makes changes the game when when he's in it when he's healthy um they brought over David Johnson hopefully uh they could resurrect you know saying David Johnson skill set because bro he was just not a system fit on top of being hurt you know last year with the cards and um Yeah, I mean, fantasy viable, I I would, personally, I would rather take a chance on Brandon Cooks because it's like, what it's basically flip a coin. Like, what's more likely? Brandon Cooks get a concussion or Will Fuller gets a hamstring. I'd probably say the hamstring. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, you know what I'm saying, Watson, he comes out of value because, in fantasy, because people are, they just are writing him off, so to speak, bro. Like, it's kind of weird, right? Kind of writing him off. You know what I'm saying, but uh, you know he's still viable. I mean, he, he 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 might only average throwing the ball 25 times a game. I think that that goes up. You know what I'm saying. Uh and Also, you add in you know the couple of rushes that he does throw in the mix. I do worry about his wiry frame being a mobile quarterback because he he gets beat up, dude. But um, that defense is is equally beat up, like just talent wise. You know what I mean? I know that I know um. They did address all their needs in the in in the draft. You know what I'm saying? They did uh, but um I I, I just I, I see them playing from a lot from a lot from behind. I still think it's their division to lose. You know what I'm saying? Um and then, then you know, but uh, and then also I don't think the tight ends are relevant at all in fantasy. Um they're pretty much covered up. Duke Johnson might piss a lot of David Johnson owners off here and there. But I don't you know, I don't even think Duke Johnson's in, interesting to me either maybe a dfs play but um yeah moving on to, um, to the titans who i actually have winning the division you know what i'm saying you got you you, you know you got derrick henry you can tell i don't really like a player when i don't have a nickname for him yeah because he's just oh actually um i always on the podcast actually this this the, the most recent episode we just dropped uh where we we're actually going through divisions uh i i kept i kept calling him mark henry on accident <laughs> so, he's, so he actually does have a nickname. He's sexual chocolate. Right?
0: Boji, I thought you were on the Colts. You're good on the you're good on the Titans though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh
1: my bad. I thought we were, I thought I'm covering this whole division. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. You are. You got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of skipping around from the show sheet, but uh was, you know Titans um yeah, Der- Derrick Henry, he's a beast. Um uh, you know, obviously a run first team Tannehill, I probably only look at him in, in, a, in a super flex or, or double QB leagues. Um, efficiency is really hard to replicate unless you're Russell Wilson. So I don't really see him repeating that same efficiency. Like he was like his completion rating, everything. He was like number one in accuracy. And it was kind of crazy, right, for, that, for Brian Tannehill. He did get the bag. And, like, I always, I always feel that whenever an organization pays a running quarterback, a lot of money, cause he is a mobile quarterback. Like to be on, to be honest, he's like, mobile for sure. Yeah, like or at least he has it in his repertoire, I should say. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, we probably might not see a lot of that anymore because now they're paying him a ton of a fuck ton of money. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, there's only two options that I think are viable in the in the uh, outside of a uh, Derrick Henry as far as skill position go, and that's A.J. Brown. Uh, i'm calling him baby, baby i call i call him big baby anquan bolden yeah he's like he reminds me so much of anquan bolden but he's just bigger and badder bro and like yeah. um Fantastic. and then and then john new smith you know what i'm saying uh yeah. john i don't have a nickname for john new smith but i just i think his name is cool because i've never met a john new you know what i mean yeah
0: that john he, who goes hard yeah
1: yeah you know what i mean like so he, he is what he is he's john new smith but uh it, it, yeah it might not be you know we might see anywhere from eighteen to twenty five pass attempts on on average you know what i'm saying and uh but but if, if um you know that'll that'll give a j brown maybe eight to nine of, of targets and then you know maybe uh you know six to seven targets for john Smith. and the rest will probably go to the running back position but uh, hey you know what i i am comfortable with that, I like where john Smith is going to goes super late. I do think in single QB leagues, the fourth-round ticket for an A.J. Brown, a little expensive. I'd rather have a higher-volume target guy. Like, I'd rather have a Calvin Ridley over A.J. Brown, right? I've, I've read, There's other guys I'd rather have. But when A.J. Brown starts to fall into that fifth round, and I, even in super flex leagues, I've seen him go in the sixth round. Like, that's fucking value. I had, I
0: had an issue with that er- earlier this year uh, with picking either Calvin Ridley or A.J. Brown, and I did choose Ridley because I just thought simply about the volume. That's what yeah. I thought about the most.
1: Maybe, and, 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 you know, even with Ridley, he has the touchdown upside, too, because, you know, he's always going to get lesser coverage. coverage. You know what I'm saying? and But with A.J. Brown, what he got going for him is, like, if you stack that box and you leave him single covered, you were, you were sadly mistaken. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a fucking tank. On the fucking football field, shout out to AJ Brown. Um, uh, I, I don't have a nickname for him, but uh, he he did call himself 1K AJ on Instagram, and he actually got that 1K his rookie year, so that was dope. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, now now going on to uh, um to the Colts, you know, uh, a lot every team in this division too. I want I want to I want to add that they all have like super soft uh schedules against the run. So you know what I'm saying so you know for any anybody that's skeptical on David Johnson, just think about this. You get him in, you get him at a value, and he has a soft run uh, run schedule. He, any, anybody who's scared of pulling up Derrick Henry high where he usually goes in the first round, I mean don't you know you know don't be weary. He does have a soft schedule against the run. Yeah, you're not gonna. And we all mostly play PPR. You might not get him a ton of receptions from Henry, but still. So now going now with all that said, someone like Jonathan Taylor. And even Marlon Mack, because they, they talk about this one-two punch. They're going to run nasty behind the, literally the best offensive line. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm excited for them. I, I'm a Taylor guy. I, I don't really fuck, you know, shout out to Taylor gang. Um, I'm not really fucking with Marlon Mack. We know what he is. He probably, if he's on any other team, he's nothing. It's the fact that he was behind that line. Yeah, they're they're talking about uh, Johnson Taylor's dropping passes, shit like that. But, um, his production coming out of college bro like he's running for 2000 yards like multiple seasons it's just insane uh he he was utilized a little in the passing game in college not enough There that that doesn't surprise me why he's having drops in camp you know what I'm saying cuz he's not really he doesn't really have that in his repertoire I mean but he does have it a little bit you know what I mean but but and then you go to uh, you know uh, the fact that they have Nine Himes. I mean if if they are or if and when they're playing from behind in these games Expect to see a lot of you know uh Nien Himes in, you know, hurry up situations, especially early on, you know what I mean? Because I mean obviously that's what he's that's what he's there for. You know, it's still not nothing more than a DFS play to me as far as Naeem Himes. Now going into the receivers, T. Y. Hilton, I just don't fuck with him. And I even said this on my podcast, everyone in leagues with me. And doc, this includes you right here, because all you guys that own T. Y. Hilton, stop sending me offers for T. Y. Hilton. Just save <laughs> save yourself the trouble. I I'm comfortably I'm comfortable being wrong about him. If he blows up, it's not going to be on my roster. You know what I mean? But um, hey, I, I'm, same bro, here,
2: same here, bro. I
1: really fuck with the idea of Paris Campbell. I love that they came out and said he's going to be the slot guy, the big slot. You know um, you know Keenan Allen obviously ate a lot with Philip Rivers. Maybe it was a a it was due to the fact that, you know, that line was bad. A lot of pressure was coming through. He had to hit, hit somebody with the hot read. And maybe he'll be able to five and seven step drop back behind this line, you know, Phillip Rivers at least, right? And maybe he'll be able to hit off T.Y. Hilton deep because, you know what I'm saying, that's what T.Y. Hilton is. But I'm going to go with the guy who's going to, you know, pile up a more PPR friendly shit, especially in an offense that's probably not going to throw the ball as much as we're used to seeing Phillip Rivers throw the ball. He is he is familiar with this system. You know what I mean. Frank Reich was over there with him with the Chargers for for a nice little stint. You know what I mean. So that's why the Phillip Rivers pickup uh, made sense to me. But uh, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I guess Michael Pittman Jr. is great in Dynasty, obviously. But I mean, like, I don't know about in redraft. If I'm gonna have, I'll probably I always. I mean, I I've, I've found myself like t- trying to target him late in drafts regardless if it wasn't Dynasty, just to like, but he'd probably be one of those guys I cut anyway, like week one or two, like where it's just like you know what I mean, but um, yeah. So now now going on to my favorite team in this division, whichever no one's ever looking at, and that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. I say favorite because this is a fantasy segment, and you know, so you guys know how I feel about my man Gardner Minshew, the Ginsu, razor sharp swag, rocking a headband like the Karate Kid.
2: You know jockstrap
1: and everything. Jockstrap and everything. You know what I'm saying? That, that that's got to be one of his nicknames, the jockstrap. I don't know why I've never thought of that. Yes, yeah, the, the jockstrap, A.K.A. the ginsu. You know, just slicing and dicing through the air. You know what I mean? He's also he's also mobile. He reminds me his situation reminds me of a 2015 Kirk Cousins. I remember I was I had a lot of Kirk Cousins in 2015. Because they didn't really have a run game to speak of, right? They had a trash defense, and and then he rushes the ball here and there, like and and, and in the red in the red zone, you know they they call his number, and that was Jay Gruden. Now Jay Gruden is over there in Jacksonville. They kind of don't have run game to speak of, even though they have Chris Thompson. He's more so the pass catching guy that helps my 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 ginsu. you know what I'm saying? And um, I mean he he had 340 on the ground. Last year, didn't have any rushing touchdowns, but because they had Leonard Fournette, who uh, who literally had like 100-plus red zone carries out of the year, which was fucking insane. I, I mean, someone might want to fact. It might be a Shrooms made me do a little, little extra much on there. But as far as I remember, that's why he didn't have no rushing touchdowns. Kirk Cousins under Jay Gruden, he averaged four rushing touchdowns a year. Without having no run game to speak of, Playing from behind, this and that and the third. You do all the math that all the things that support my theory. I think you know Gardner Ministry is gonna be great fantasy. Especially love him in Super Flex or multi um two QB leagues, whatnot. Um, love my man DJ Chark, aka the Shark Knight, aka Nato. You know what I'm saying? Lo- love him and his value. He reminds if you look at his me- his measurables, uh pause. He's, he's built like an A.J. Green. And A.J. Green balled out with Jay Gruden back in 2013 before he left to the Redskins. You know what I'm saying? that That's the role I see. And that role was a, produced a top-five receiver. You know what I'm saying? So, Jimmy's DJ Shark. Uh, Westbrook, I'm not mad at it taking a flyer late, especially in deeper leagues. You know what I mean? Like, Because uh, cause I do remember a Jamison Crowder you know, having, you know, being a PPR machine with the Redskins, and that's, and, you know, that's what that role is going to be for Dede Westbrook. Um, also, you know, you, know you, you get a lot of buzz from, from uh, Tyler Eifert, who actually played in this system, or not played in the system, knows the system from his rookie year. He was hurt uh, his his entire rookie year, or not entire, most of it. So, Either way, that it made sense to me why they picked him up in free agency. You know what I'm saying? He, he's the guy, too, like, you know, as much as you, you talked about uh, uh, in our last episode, talked about uh, taking a flyer on a Greg Olson being on a new squad, I'm not mad at taking a flyer on a um, a Tyler Eifert. You know what I mean? They're going to be throwing the ball a ton. I mean, even in that system, we've seen Jordan Reed flash a ton. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and now that, you know, that system is in uh, Jacksonville. You know what I mean? Um Going, going back to the running back position, you know, my man Leonard Foreskin got cut like Foreskins tend to do. They circumcised him. He's no longer with the team. And I think this just really helps my Minshew uh, case more. You know what I mean? I I, I know they got o Is that his name? He's the guy stepping up right now, supposedly because... Zigbo. Yeah, because are uh, um, on, on the COVID joint. Two times. Yeah, two times. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy, man. That's yeah, because they, a lot of people, a lot of people say, I mean, people say a lot, first of all, but a lot of people say that you're not supposed to be able to get it twice. I, I don't. Hey, Raekwon Armstead will tell you different. You know what I mean, but um, but yeah, I mean, he he's a sophomore. He, he's probably gonna come back and not have that job because, but if Chris Thompson gets hurt, Raekwon Armstead is a pass catching motherfucker too, though. Like he's a. Like I, I actually had a lot of Rykel Armstead like off the waiver wires last year, just because Leonard Fournette always had an injury history. And I was like, yo, cause Rykel Armstead to me, you know, he's, 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 he, he's what they can do. They can do everything they did with, with Fournette, with Armstead. So that's why I think they didn't give a fuck about cutting and foreskin. You know what I'm saying? And, and obviously he was like a locker room mess or so, whatever the, whatever the story say, but yeah, man. And, uh, like I said, out of this division, I'm going to go ahead and and give it to uh, Tennessee. And I think, you know, Jacksonville is one of those ones, you just you just bully them this year in fantasy. Their defense, you just bully them. Anytime you need a streamer receiver, you know what I'm saying, or anytime you, you know, expect T.Y. to eat all those games. Expect um, if he- uh, uh, A.J. Brown to tear them up both games. You know what I mean? E- expect uh, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller to eat on them both games. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that defense. All fuller. Yeah, Will All Fuller, the fifth. You know what I'm saying? I, I just – that's a defense that you're going to want to – you're, you're going to love to stream. Fire
0: you know? them up.
1: Yeah, just fire up everyone against that defense. You know what I mean? um, And a shout-out to the Gentsu man. One thing I'll say before before we go to uh the questions. Yeah. Chris Thompson is the
0: running back here.
1: I mean that yeah. game
0: script is gonna be so favorable to.
1: Sure. I, I just he's a he's a ticking time bomb to me too. He is as far as he is, goes. You know what? At, at this point,
0: grab you a Chris Thompson before any one of these other running backs. He is the guy to own here without a doubt. Oh, yeah. If he holds up, it's, he's gonna be a top twenty, top twenty five running back. If he holds up. Oh yeah. All I'm right. Let's better. go. Let's go to the. I mean, you just gave the. Who'd you say was the division winner? The Titans. I'm
1: giving it to the Titans. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I called them last year. I had them at ten and six. They went nine and seven and snuck in. And uh, I I I just feel like, and, and I even called the Tannehill start, and I said it wouldn't even take a, a Mariota injury. And like, bro, I I, I just this is a, uh, it, it's it's what's funny about it is a lot of the Bill Belichick disciples that become coaches. They don't really, they don't always pan out. But Bill O'Brien is one of them, and he actually religiously gets his team into the playoffs. Here's the thing: with um, with with Grable, he he was he was a player, one chips with a Belichick, but he never coached underneath him, or he never had an opportunity with him, and so he doesn't have that curse of being a disciple. But he is the he is a play, he did play underneath him, and he knows. How to create a winning culture and like, bro, they they're killing shit, man. Last year, like they they shocked a lot of people, but I wasn't I was, surprised.
0: Raybo was over there, Brable was over there catching touchdowns like as a gadget tight end and shit.
2: Yeah, for real though.
0: All right, who wins the division,
2: Doc? I got the Colts winning that division. I yeah, love the pick. I love the pickup of Phillip Rivers. I think he's going to have a really great season. The best offensive line he's ever had. And that run game, he's going to be something to – Ooh, it's going to be really great. And that, like I said, that will open up the offense. Their pass game is going to be great. Their defense is going to be solid. That that team is going to win the AFC South. Sweetness, where are you at on this?
0: Man, this one is tough. I'm going to just go ahead and say how much I believe in Deshaun Watson. And I'm going to go Houston Texans, man. I think that this dude is just uh, otherworldly. And if it didn't show last year, it showed in the playoffs at the end of the year, whatever the case, I think that he's the type of guy that he can overtake a, a, a coach's perspective or a coach's word to the point where now his team is backing him all the fucking way. And there's nothing more like that, you know? I'm going with Houston, uh, the Texans, to win the uh, AFC South. Nice. I like that call. I was actually thinking about Houston. So Jacksonville, you know, they're not in consideration for me. I I think, you know, fantasy-wise, it's nice on both sides, you know. Uh, Offensively, you know, you start up all those players. It's nice. And if you're facing them, you fire up all the players on the other side. Tennessee, I feel like Derrick Henry, he's going to end up getting injured or something like that. I feel like he's been cut, He's been carrying too much of a load. I think it's going to take a toll on him this year. Either he's not as efficient or he's going to get injured. Yeah, man, Houston, I really wanted to pick them. But in the end, I got to go with the Colts. I like what they're doing over there. I like the rookies they're bringing on when we talk about uh, Pittman Jr., and a Jonathan Taylor. I love the receiving core. T.Y. needs to stay healthy. And Phillip Rivers, you know, he's going to get the ball. He's going to chuck that ball where, where it's got to go. So I love the Colts. I'm going I'm to pick them to win this division as well as Doc. Next up, next question, bowl predictions. Any bowl predictions for this division? Let's go with uh, Bogart. Let's go with you first. Any bowl predictions when it comes to this I division? Gardner
1: Minshew. Is a top five QB in fantasy, and 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 uh, uh, that, that would immediately make Chark, uh I mean uh, the Chark Knight. He would be, let's say a top, like he, he finish high as eight at receiver. i mean high as six even. There you go, both. Make him top five. At top five. Time. Let's go. All
0: right, um, sweetness. Any bold predictions for this um division? Yeah, I'm gonna stick to my to my uh division winner in Houston. Deshaun Watson wins MVP Ooh. and Will Fuller finishes as a top ten wide receiver. Yes. Love that shit.
2: Let's go. You know that. what? The more bold prediction about that is Will Fuller staying healthy.
0: Shit. Not bold at all. Oh, well, that's really fucking bold actually. Yeah, you're right. You're right. you're right. you're right. You got it. You got it. All right. Fucking fucking my whole bold prediction up. I see you. I'll go I'll go next. Asshole. So, uh, bold yeah. prediction, right? I got uh Ryan Tannehill. I don't I don't know how bold this is for you guys, but the well, the first part of this. Ryan Tannehill will throw for 30 passing touchdowns this year. Oh, that's so fucking bold. <laughs> wait, bold. Wait, wait, wait. I got something though. This is this is a two Two for one. A.J. Brown will catch 15 of them. Yeah. 50% of the touchdown share? Holy shit.
1: I, I have a draft tomorrow. I have no A.J. Brown shares. I want to get them now.
0: <laughs> Bro. Bro. <laughs> he's on the – he's on the – all right, man. You, you got me with the Will Fuller take because I was going to say top 12. You did one better, top 10. So hats off to you. My next one will be Jonathan Taylor will be a top 12 running back. I already stated in one of our first episodes that we did the bull predictions with actually with the homie Bolgar Scott in his debut with the Bros. No. That was a show that where I stated Jonathan Taylor will lead the league in rushing touchdowns. And I think I said what was it 22? I don't I don't remember. I, I think you I think said, I said I think you said 25, I don't know. Something like that. Either way, 20-plus touchdowns, Jonathan Taylor. he will be a top 12 that's running crazy, back.
1: That's crazy, because I think only LaDainian Thomason has done that. That's a fact. Yeah. I love that. Doc, bold predictions.
2: Okay. My bold prediction is that Johnu Smith finishes as a, as a uh, top five tight end.
1: I love I, it. I love that one. He does. Yeah.
2: I, I love that he, I love what he did last year. Are you the I think best, he played the best well. Best thing you said all day. And I mean I disagree with you on that, but that's okay. Um <laughs> the, wrong, it's Smith, the wrong
0: day to pick on Doug.
2: John o. Smith is going to prove your AJ Brown prediction wrong because he's going to be out there catching passes and uh you know maybe it'll be 30 touchdown passes for Ryan Tannehill. 15 to Janus Smith, 15 to A.J. Brown cause all- <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Hey, that, that is great. Not- I have
2: both of them. It's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> That's all right. Right. There the two There's the targets there. That's where it's at. they are one and two. There is no 3. Um, what about my man Marlon uh what's his name? Adam Humphreys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the,
1: the slot the slaughter. Yeah, okay. He'll, he'll catch those 5 yard slants, you know.
2: On that note. I mean really that's that's about the only bold prediction I got as far as that division goes. All right. Let's close this out with sweetness
0: AFC West, bro. AFC West, man. Um tough division for a lot of teams, except for the Chiefs. We're gonna start with uh Denver, Drew Locke. Uh, he's been the guy I've been talking about a lot this offseason. I think he's got it. And when I say he's got it, I mean, he's got what it takes to become a premier quarterback in this league. Uh, all he needs is more weapons or more time. I think he only started, like, five games last year or something. Bro, like we're, we're talking about Drew Locke, not Andrew Locke, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Locke, bro. I'm on board. I'm That's on board.
1: I liked him I, why I checked him out coming out of college because. we could. I was like, that sounds a lot like Andrew Luck. <laughs> He's got to be yeah.
0: good. Yeah, <laughs> it's really close. Yeah, and he actually is. I, I, I believe in him. Like I said, I think he only started five games last year. He's like 4-1, and one, some shit like that. But um, like, that's a real small sample size. But still, it's the NFL, and you're 4-1. and one, And you're going into the next year with that hot shit on you. So I like Drew Luck a lot as far as for the Broncos. When we're talking fantasy, um, I personally wouldn't mind him in a super flex as my number two. Uh, I wouldn't mind having him as a backup quarterback on my bench, even if it wasn't a super flex or two-quarterback league or whatever the case. I believe in Drew Locke. He got a lot of weapons this year. K.J. Hamler's a burner. Jerry Judy's a tactician when it comes to running routes and catching the ball in general. We've seen him play in Alabama. But, yeah, I believe in Drew Locke. They have a steady offensive line. I think they want to air it out. I think the plan in uh, Denver is to start airing the ball out, to start, uh, you know, transitioning into what Kansas City is. I mean, obviously nobody's going to beat Kansas City right away, but you have to go into, you know, what's really popping in the NFL right now is those high-flying offenses. Drew Locke is a guy for Denver. I believe in them personally. I think he's uh definitely a franchise quarterback um going gonna... know how much i i want to ask you a question yeah, you believe in drew Locke this much right like so like to, to you, everything you just stated right like you have you see him in a at a very elite level at some point for sure. why don't you trade for him in a dynasty, bro? I got him on my team. I'm ready he to ship. right
1: on the spot.
0: The pieces that gotta be the pieces gotta fit, gotta fit the puzzle. What you gotta send a trade offer? You haven't even sent a trade I mean, off? I've got a puzzle. If and there's it, no pieces, I can't put the puzzle together. That's you what know I'm saying. You gotta, gotta send the pieces this way, brody. My puzzle is is the puzzle. You're, so you 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 just stated Drew Lock is this that and the other. Yeah, for sure. Send the pieces over. Let's go.
1: Who, who's your who's your quarterback in Dynasty right now? At, uh, Sweetness? Sweetness. Yeah.
0: Deshaun Watson. Oh, you ain't tripping
1: off, no. Uh,
0: nah, I'm not tripping, <laughs> not no. at all. So that, that's, that's my take on Drew Locke. But smoking, I'll be in tune. You already know. We have talked about this a few times. I told you how I feel, and he's
1: I'm
0: up, not, I'm not, I'm not taking it back. He's the truth. He's, he's wow. in the ball. All right, all right. Keep it going. Keep it going. going we're, into, we're going we're, into we're the running backs with good. Gordon, uh, Lindsey, and we're. I'm not even gonna talk about Royce to five nah, <laughs> I'm just gonna go Gordon, Gordon Lindsey. I want to hear this. So, Melvin Gordon is a guy that uh, his ADP is far the fuck ahead of a guy like Phillip Lindsey. As of late, a lot of shit's been happening in the fantasy uh, community, in the fantasy news, specifically coming from the Denver camp, talking about the fact that, you know, Gordon, uh, uh, or uh, Lindsey, he's making an impression on him to the extent that he's just too good to be limited to one role and he might be splitting touches with the kid Gordon. Now Woo. Yeah, that's heavy for Melvin Gordon Order. And I'm not a Melvin Gordon order. I just actually tried okay. the doc for Philip Lindsay. And I, I feel super great about it now. But that's neither here nor there. Take that doc. That's ne that's neither here. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Melvin Gordon is like I said. I don't have any shares of him for a reason. I always felt like Philip Lindsay was just good enough to play a role and his price wasn't even touching Melvin Gordon's. So I was good all the way around. If I was to get Lindsay at the back end, I would still get some type of production. Uh Freeman is never was never a thought in my mind. Um he could just, you know, probably get cut or whatever, whatever Broncos decide to do with him. He's not part of their plans or their future plans. Or their current plans.
1: The Rolls Royce.
0: The Royce. Bring him to the Bears. We need him. That's a compliment. Throw him out. Throw the whole Royce out. Um, we're gonna go into the wide receivers on that note. Um, Cortland Sutton is such a beast of a player. Couldn't develop any type of chemistry with Drew Locke last year, but they're they are both such good uh, football players. I feel like it's gonna come around. Uh, I think all it took was a, uh, you know, the training camp to get them right, even though it's a shortcut one with the whole epidemic going on. I still think that they're just too good of players, both of them in their own right. Drew Locke, Corlin Sutton making plays out there, especially when you draft guys like Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. I don't know what's going on with KJ Hamler. He's battling injuries already, hamstrings and shit, but that's kind of like a given when you're talking about a burner. KJ Hamler's got like, Four three, four, two type speed he's up there with the cheetah, shit like that. I like Jerry Judy a lot, and I like Corlin Sutton a lot, um, so you have to you know, I would take those guys at the ADP. yeah uh, they'll drop because that's what usually happens with uh rookies as far as judy goes k j Hamler's a late 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 round flyer that you could definitely buy into, and uh as far as their tight ends go, there's no denying the fact that noah fan is coming. And, he, and 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 I believe that Noah Fant is gonna be uh, best friends with Drew Lock. They're gonna be
1: they're gonna be guys for a long time over there. A lot of a lot of good buzz out of camp for Noah Fant too. He's catching a ton of touchdowns. They're, they're they're looking at him a lot in the red zone uh, packages and the yeah. red zone the red zone drills. And it's
0: he's a, he, he's a hell of an athlete over there, man. Big body, yeah. athletic as fuck. So yeah, Noah Fan for that tight end position. Jumping into the Chargers, man. Um, Tyrod, Ty God Taylor. You know he's a uh, he's that guy that's been around the league a couple times. He's been around the block a couple times, but he, he's going to this team and uh, he's got to take uh, ownership of that offense. I, I was thinking before that he wasn't gonna make a lot of noise, but now I'm 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 trying to I'm I'm kind of doubling back though because Ty God is not a bad quarterback and in his history he's never really he's never really told you bench me type shit it just happened because the coach made a decision he just did enough to win games so if you're talking about you know a quarterback situation as far as fantasy Ty Godd I don't think he's gonna go like 300 plus 350 plus week in and week out but if you need a plug and play I'm definitely going Ty Godd
1: yeah, he even get you like twenty yards on the ground too at least.
0: Oh yeah. He's got he's got legs for sure. And he's a smart runner too. I mean I don't I don't see him getting hit out there often. You know, he, he uh he knows what to do, when to put when to pull the ball down and get his little ten, fifteen yard scamper. You know what I'm saying? Do his little shit and he does it right. That's what that's what I like about him. He's got that mentality of a of a quarterback that wants to win, has pocket presence, you know, he knows he knows how to move as a quarterback and I like it. I like to see it. I love to see it. If I'm fucking with any quarterback from the Chargers, it's definitely Ty God. Um, As far as the running backs go, Eckler is uh, worth every single cent uh, of a back-end first-round pick, Uh, 10, 12-team leagues. I'm taking every little bit of Eckler. He's a dog, bro. And Tyrod Taylor is going to pitch him that rock, whether it be a dump-off, a handoff, a screen pass, whatever the case. Eckler's going to get you that money. That's how I really feel. I think Joshua Kelly's gonna overtake Justin Jackson. Um I I just feel that if you felt comfortable with Justin Jackson as a coach, you wouldn't have to go out and draft a Joshua Kelly. Where you drafted him at, especially, I feel like Joshua Kelly uh is gonna give Justin Jackson a run for his money. Even though the coach over there likes him, he fucks with him. Who is it? Everett. Um he he likes uh he likes Justin Jackson, but, there, you know, you still went out and drafted Joshua Kelly. So, in times where you, you know, you're getting to the back end of the draft and you don't have an Eckler, you kind of, you know, you need fly, some you need, something. Kelly. Yeah, you need well, you need some depth. So, the thing is, you know, you're going to go Justin Jackson or Joshua, whichever way you go, Yeah, I would say try to grab both of them because – you can solidify the fact that you're gonna get a running back one out of it. And um, you know, there's a lot of carries that are left out there when Melvin Gordon's not not around. There's a lot of shit going on. So Melvin Gordon's carries have to go to someone. They're not all going to Eckler. His body type, his, great point, bro. his, his physique, his physique, they can't handle that. Uh Eckler can't handle that volume as far as just getting in the trenches yeah they're gonna keep they're gonna keep him in his role at what he does best and and like you said one of those two running backs they're gonna take this job and whoever takes this job i mean honestly they're gonna be a running back too that's gonna be their floor we did a draft earlier this season we comes the clear-cut melvin gordon replacement that's a running back two floor number bro that's, did, a, that's a great point, Brody. That you gets, and I, you and I, smoking. We did a we did a draft uh, earlier this season, and we had two picks left at the back end of that draft, and we said we're gonna take Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly. Oh once, yeah, the, the tweet, draft we did with the Bros. Yeah, the yeah. Bros. Once we lock in Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly, we're kind of reassuring ourselves that we're gonna hit on a running back too, no matter what. So. You know, you give yourself that advantage, and you know, you give yourself that advantage of knowing who's gonna come. Uh, and, oh.
1: and you'll probably more than likely be able to see it week one, like which which guy they, that that they, you know they
0: Snapchat they, all that shit. Or just the, or just the eye test, or just you know what I'm saying, just just knowing who's better, just watching the way they carry the ball.
1: Justin Jackson, he was he was always one of my guys last year because Melvin Gordon,
0: bro, you know, I like him. The the pride of Northwestern,
1: the by the way, Northwestern baby. My, 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 I'm sorry, not last year. I was on him 2018, I should say, because that was also the year that you know um, you know I'm saying um, Austin Eckler was hurt and uh, Gordon got he got hurt. Yeah. So it was like you know what I mean. It was like. This kid Justin Jackson. And and here's the thing with Anthony Lynn too, man. He really he really knows how to scout these running backs, man.
0: Yeah, he played one himself. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna dive into the wide receivers, man. Uh Keenan Allen, uh Mike Williams, bro. It's not a there's not a plethora of options here. Um as far as what's going on in fantasy, Keenan Allen has got to be the guy, uh hands down. I hope so, the, sim- the simple fact is, and this is real easy for me, Mike Williams, I wouldn't even touch him, especially when Ty God is running the show. Mike Williams is a guy that, uh, you know, he's he's a bigger physique. He's a, you know. And he's hurt, too, right now. He's a 50-50 guy. He's he's almost always hurt nowadays. He's a 50-50 guy. He's a guy that goes down the field, and, um, you know, he's like a deeper threat type of guy. Kenan Allen. He can, he's a, a, a route running specialist. He can get everything you want. PPR goes crazy. Uh, so he slides in a lot of drafts. Uh, Kenan Allen falls down a lot of drafts. I would definitely go Kenan Allen. Mike Williams, man, I would stay the fuck away, honestly, because he's just, he's, he only has had one type of, you know, like, one type of way to go as far as wide receivers go, and that's, like, catching the big, you know, 50-50 balls and shit like that. There's no quarterback there that's going to do that right now. There's nobody that's going to fit and in. And on top of that, bro, if he was go- ever going to do that, he had that quarterback there in place, and he was never able to do that. So, what you know, we're taking a step back in a throwing type of quarterback with a Tyrod Taylor. For sure.
1: He's going to get more like- to
0: that Hunter Henry and – uh uh, what you just said right now?
1: Dean Allen. Keenan
0: Allen. My bad.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and you know what? Sweet, sweetest. He hit it on the he hit it on the money. Like, you know, it's it's really when they stretched the field. That's when they were going to uh to to, to Williams. And like, I think he averaged like twenty one yards of reception last year, which is fucking ridiculous. But was like,
0: like top three.
1: Yeah, but but it yeah, was he big-
0: was like AJ Brown, yeah.
1: That was all the targets that he got, though, was when they were going down. When they're going down the field, you know what I mean?
0: That shit's so dead now. Do you can't you can't rely on that? Mike Williams is a super fade, and I mean like not drafted by my, by me. I know people draft him all the time. I'm not touching him.
1: And he's hurt right now. He's gonna miss a significant amount of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. I think I don't know what happened. To his shoulder labrum or something.
1: Yeah. Hold on. Yeah,
0: he he got he he felt pretty fucking hard. I saw that actual play. He he got fucked up. He didn't even... Did it was it, out hard that knocks? happened to him before. Yeah, it was on Hard Knocks, yep. Uh, So, yeah, diving into the next one on Hunter Henry. Another reason why Ty Guy is going to be relevant if you need him in a, you know, super flex, even though that's kind of tough still. Or a uh, two-quarterback league, just to have him on a bench, somebody you could start, knowing that he's going to get some type of money. Hunter Henry's a dog. When he's healthy, he's a fucking beast. Hell yeah. I fuck with Hunter Henry, heavy... Oh, yeah. He's a he's an athlete, bro. He catches the ball. He's reliable hey guys, when he's on the those field. Those tight ends, yeah. Oh definitely. yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: what's his name? Yeah, That's called Clay. Yeah, like <laughs> Nick O'Leary,
0: aka Ch- Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. Yeah. That's what we've been calling Been calling him Cassius Clay since day one.
1: Uh, also, even shout out to like uh, like a, 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 you know a r- rookie David and Joku. I think it was you know I'm saying? like he he was targeting t- anywhere he goes. Targets tight end. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go into the Raiders now. Uh, it's one of my teams that's gonna definitely have a little season.
1: I like that uh, is Clay
0: there. By the it, way, that was dope. yeah, is Clay. I like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I'm pretty. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So the quarterback. Uh, I don't know if there's much of a quarterback debate at this point. I haven't heard shit since uh, the beginning of camp or whatever uh the media try to put out there but the job is uh Derek Carrs in my eyes I mean it's nothing has switched up Derek Carr in my eyes has potential to finish as a top 12 quarterback uh that's his ceiling I think he's got too many weapons this year and it's one of those prove years when you have to get down and and, and show what you're about and I think he's going into year 3 with Gruden so they need to they need to get it down pat you know what I'm saying there's no playing around no more. If you don't know the playbook by this point, I think Gruden would have threw him out. Mariota, he's a backup. I mean, he couldn't hit shit in Tennessee. That's why Ryan Tannehill is over there running the show. That's uh, that's no fluke. I think Mariota is a fluke. I think Mariota is a bump. Honestly, he's like one of those guys where I'm... He's like a Mitch Trubisky, but keep going. Yeah, he's worse, though, because he doesn't really have a job at this point. So yeah, Like a starting job, I mean. Like a starting role. So... Um. Yeah, that's why
1: right. he might not be that far from Mitch. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, they might be getting closer than we think. Derek Carr has been one of the quarterbacks I've been more up on this year, and that's uh, you know, that's a credit to everything. I, I, I study it. I know it. Their offensive line is a beast. They have nothing but hogs up there, and uh, all they needed to do was get them a little bit of help, and that's what they, that's exactly what they did. So, um, we're gonna run into the running backs now. Josh Jacobs, clear cut, gonna get crazy volume as far as rushing the ball. We're talking 250 plus touches on the ground. Uh top, I would say, top five running back potential. You yeah. draft him where he's going, if not higher. I mean, I'm I'm super high on him. I think he's going like back end of the first round. I wouldn't mind taking him in front of Nick Chubb. I wouldn't. Um oh.
1: Don't disrespect Bolder right. like that. That is what, that that is
0: what it is. Those are fighting words. You, know
1: you know what? I wanna hear I wanna hear what he has to say though before I he doesn't he doesn't have eyebrows to, were raised.
0: He doesn't have to deal with a with a Kareem Hunt. He doesn't have to deal with anyone of that talent, of that caliber. So that's exactly why Josh Jacobs is gonna you know, that's why I say don't doubt yourself when you're thinking about taking Josh Jacobs before a guy like Nick Chubb. Why? Because Kareem Hunt's in the picture. Tell me where you see a Kareem Hunt in the running backs list on the Oakland or on the Las Vegas Raiders running back roster. There is no guy of that caliber. Absolutely not. So I'm going Josh Jacobs, Jalen Richard, uh, you know, mediocre. The
1: Rocket. The-, the Rocket Richard.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they, they signed him back. They got him back. You gotta have something to fall back on. I mean, if the if the roster could be empty then it would. But uh, besides from that, I mean, Lim Bowden is a, another guy that maybe draws my attention. Got traded. Got traded to the Dolphins. Holy shit. Didn't even pay hey. that.
2: That's his Did problem. Did we just break news to Sweetness on the show? Broke it. Just broke it.
1: Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. I missed this too. What? R- run this by
2: me? So Lim got Bowden got to Call yourself got football fans. The rookie. The rookie Lim Bowden.
0: The rookie Lynn Bowden got traded to the Dolphins. the Dolphins. Wow! What was the haul? So it was just, this is what it was: Lynn Bowden and a sixth-round sixth round pick to the Dolphins. And the Dolphins traded the Raiders a fourth-round pick that was originally the Raiders' pick to begin with. Ah, so they, the- they traded these picks back and forth. <laughs> Wasn't Lyndon Bowden a third-round pick? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fucking ridiculous. Like I said, that sounds stupid. Mark, I don't, that oh, sounds good. fucking ridiculous. Then they sign, <laughs> then they sign Theo Riddick. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I, I,
1: I bro, the, Gruden, Gruden just likes guys that he thinks are a grinder. Uh, he's a grinder. He's bringing <laughs> he's a
0: grinder. T- Chucky's fucking. fucking up my whole Raiders theory from the beginning of the year right now by making all these fucking idiot moves. But I'm, I'm going to keep going as much as I can. Josh Jacobs, running back to own easily, like I said, he's going to get the fucking volume. He He's going to have a, a career year without a doubt. Oh, yeah. He, he, you know.
1: I, I, <laughs> I'm still – I'm sorry. I'm still – why the fuck would they trade away Lilo? That's
0: fucking dumb.
1: Like, I Like,
0: that's not good. I mean, you scouted. And you drafted this Lynn Bowden in the third round. This is the GM. For, for, you, uh, for you to trade him away, this is a character thing, bro. What are the Ra- what's I'm, the Raiders? Up I'm or, uh, telling you guys that right now. Like Al is Davis, the character? Al Davis' son.
1: What, what's their whole shit going on over there? I have a theory that they have a Ouija board, and they, they actually talk to the dead spirit. I mean, the, the, the spirit of Al Davis himself. I was gonna say,
0: something's going on over there.
1: Like he's he's still calling shots from beyond the grave.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna dive into the receivers once more. Um, the addition of Henry Ruggs is crazy. Um, you, you when you're in the AFC West, you got to worry about shit like that because you got a you know Tyreek Hill on on the standard of your division and shit, and you need a burner. And that's what they did. They went out and got and – they drafted the first wide receiver taken off the board. Then they go and get Brian Edwards, who's a fucking big-body beast, athletic motherfucker. I think he was a Gamecock. I don't know where the fuck – what is that – Um, where, where are the Gamecocks from? South Carolina, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, they just went out and got a lot of weapons. And you got Hunter Renfro. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, this, there's a lot of weapons out here. Darren Waller, tight end. Going straight into the tight ends. There's just a lot of weapons out here. Darren Waller's going to finish the top five tight end no matter what. Barring injury, Darren Waller's going to finish the top five tight end. I so,
1: like Brian Edwards a lot.
0: Brian Edwards is a I fucking – he's, like, he's
1: he's going to – I think he's, he's a specimen, up.
0: bro. Have you seen his – Like, yeah. his physique? He's fucking huge. And,
1: and like, fat. Fat. there's no more Tyrell the Gazelle, so –
0: yeah, right. You got injured. There's a there's a lot of room for Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs to go crazy, and I would bank on the latter because Henry Ruggs is gonna go stupid on anyone. I, I, I,
1: on the opposite side, I would take Edwards. I think he'll get more receptions. I think he'll get more touch more red zone targets.
0: Rugs is going to have boom and bust games. That's that's what is going to happen with Ruggs. Edwards is going to be more of a consistent, more yeah. of a reliable type of guy. Renfro can also be that shit, though, PPR-wise. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. Yes, can, sir.
1: yes, sir. I hope so,
0: man. I'm the a ball. pride of Clemson. 40 to 60. Yeah, man. <laughs> the pride of Clemson. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Deshaun, Watson's, it, favorite, Deshaun Watson's favorite target. Let's not forget it.
1: And... He's one of the youngest receivers that looks like he's the, one of the oldest.
0: Yeah, he does. He looks yeah, we're like gonna, we're he's one of the oldest, but Doc wants to
1: go the, to sleep. Let's Let's go. Go. He, we're gonna jump. he was eight years old. Well,
0: we're going to jump into the standard of this division, of this whole conference, of maybe the whole league, actually. Yeah. We're going to jump into the standard of the NFL uh, with Kansas City, uh, up and down, man. They got it. Um, Mahomes, is not much to say there as long as he's on the field and Andy Reid is, is on his ass, everything's gonna be fine in KC. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is supposed to be the rookie of the
1: the Darrell Williams shit, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's Darrell Williams, they're talking about he's gonna split carries with him. Let,
0: that, let me get there. Hold on. I laughed so hard, bro, when hold on. Clyde Edwards Hilaire was uh, a fucking beast in L S U. The pride of the Tigers. Um, he's a pass-catching back. He's a little motherfucker with hella heart. Uh, They got him for a reason. Running backs under Andy Reid, they always fucking ball out. There's a lot of factors that play into CEH, and there's a lot of reasons why he's going top six, top seven, top five. There's people that have drafted him even higher than that at this point. So all I'm saying is CEH is the fucking guy to own hands down all the Darrell Williams talk, split carries. That sounds funky as hell. All I'm saying, Darrell Williams, he's gonna get some touches to give him a, a breather. There's no way they're splitting carries though. It's impossible. That's not gonna happen. Going straight into the wide receivers after that, Tyreek Hill. A lot of people like to call Boomer Bust. I think that every single season he plays, he gets closer to just becoming more of a boom or consistent play um he's not gonna boom every week nobody really is but when you get to that point when you're that good like a Tyreek Hill and uh you start having those 14 15 16 point weeks those are like your floor maybe you know anything double digit is your fucking floor floor but he's not gonna bust like everybody says like boomer bust I'm starting to trying to kill that shit you know what I'm saying um As far as Sammy Watkins and Miko Hardman go, I think Miko Hardman overtakes Sammy Watkins in that role this year, for sure. Um, even Demarcus Robinson, he's a, he's a, a talent himself. Uh, Miko Hardman and Demarcus Robinson, I think they overtake Sammy Watkins. And um, I don't think Sammy Watkins is a factor at all this year, honestly, in that wide receiver core. Uh, Kelsey's going to be a top two uh, tight end. Right behind Kittle, I think he's gonna finish behind Kittle. That's just my personal opinion, but uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta own Kelsey though. You have to if you have the chance to draft him, you gotta pick him up. He's got he's gonna be the I don't know. We're, we're glad that we in the picture now. I would say that uh, I would I like say that, that Kelsey has uh, you know, I, I would I, I would I wish I would see Kelsey dropping more. But it's funny how people still, you know, they still choose. C.E.H. top six or top seven and and Tyreek Hill still goes like in the second round. Like, do you really think that all three of them are going to finish that big when you draft Kelsey at the beginning of the third or some shit like that? I just don't see it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So, one of these three guys is going to take a big hit. And I'm talking about C.E.H., Tyreek and Kelsey. One of those three guys is going to take a big hit as far as their
2: ADP is going. Why can't all three of them be great in that offense?
1: Not happening. If that defense plays if that defense plays well like they did uh, to close the year out?
0: I just don't see it happening. Like, I think I think, really I think than... Kelsey's probably the the highest risk, bro. because he's getting drafted appropriately at his ADP. Tariq Hill is getting a bit disrespected. I've seen him fall at the back end
1: of the second
0: in yeah. some drafts. Yep. But so. he
1: is kind of boom. He the one thing with Tyreek Hill is it's, it's who he's connected to. He's connected to Patrick Mahomes, but he has boomer bust like isms. You know what I mean? Like oh, for sure. Yeah. But when he booms, Esha is crazy. That, exactly, man. That like more than
0: makes up with it.
1: You guys remember that play uh, going into halftime? I forgot who they were playing. But it was like a short dump off at the end of the yeah, first it was, half. It was – um, they were playing against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys were actually smacking them. This is 2017. Bro. Alex Smith dumps it off to him, and he yeah. goes 70.
0: 70 – bro, 70 bro. yards, and they yeah. had
1: – that's yes. right.
0: He was just playing – he was toying with these guys, bro. No,
1: yep.
0: Punch that in for a touchdown. All right, man. Will the Kansas City
1: Chiefs repeat, Bulgar? Yeah, I I mean like I I would give them I would say there's like a 75% chance you know what I mean that's that they that they they go back to the Super Bowl and they win again I mean like they they they're one of the teams like my Niners where everybody's coming back you know what I mean and then they even they even made addition in this case they even made additions like they got I think they got I know you agree with me. They got an upgrade at the running back position. Um, I think, you know, between the three of them, Sammy Hardman and uh, and even Robinson in the mix, like, I think they're all more so DFS plays. And I think Sammy – what people don't realize with Sammy Watkins, not only is he paid, but they also had him hurt most of the year last year. Once he got healthy, he was killing shit. And then that health came along, you know, in the, in the playoff stretch. You know, he was a factor. So, the number – still, though, the number two – the 1A the, the or 1B is always going to be Tyreek Hill and then T- Kelsey to me, though, in, in, in yeah, the past. for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah and um,
2: How do you feel? Will KC repeat? Well, I wouldn't be surprised. They're fa- the there's favorite. They still have Patrick Mahomes, who right now is the best quarterback in the league. Uh, they're picking up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who is going to take over and be a solid running back for them. An improvement from what they've had. Their receivers are pretty good. I mean, their defense can play solid. I don't see why not. It's They're going to be a really hard team to beat. It's going to be down to them in Baltimore. And uh, I think we'll be in, hopefully, in for a good Super Bowl. Um, So, like, they got a good chance. I did pick Seattle earlier in the show or last episode. I don't remember. But if I'm picking Seattle, I can't pick Kansas City to repeat. But they're probably going to be playing for it.
0: Like Yes, sir. Will Casey repeat? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I picked Seattle earlier. I think it's going to be tough for them to repeat. And I got the Ravens, you know, um, actually beating them in the playoffs next year. So, no, they um, they will not repeat. Sweetness. Yeah, no, I'm with the Ravens, too, winning. Uh, like I said, if they make it to the Super Bowl, they'll win the Super Bowl. So, no, KC, no repeat.
1: KC has a ton. Like, think about their weapons, man, versus the weapons that, Baltimore has. I, I'm definitely giving the, the upside of the, I mean the like if there's a cop uh if I had to choose who I think has more weapons, I'm definitely looking at the, the, the Chiefs, bro. They they got crazy
0: I just weapons. man, I just yeah. feel like yo, Sammy Watkins, like bro, he's been injured like I don't know how I'm, I, you can literally just count it on the calendar. Like every season there's a moment where he gets injured. For sure. For sure. To me, it's like that. Yeah, that's why. That's why I jumped Demarcus Robinson and, and um and Miko in front of him because he just can't seem to get it right. Bogart, let's go with the bold predictions for this division. Give us two.
1: Okay. Um. Here's one that's bold. Austin Eckler doesn't finish as a top 12 running back. Um. Because everyone is just anointing him being. You know what I mean. Um, maybe that's not bold enough. Let's go with top fifteen. Like he's outside of the top fifteen.
2: Uh, you know what I mean? I don't
1: know technically believe that. Let's we'll stay we'll say top twelve because he's still going to get a ton of receptions. Um, what else? Uh, Josh Josh Jacobs. He kinda, you, you kind of touched on it earlier. You know, what I'm saying that he could be. You know, what I'm saying like just you know a, a, you know someone that will be drafting you know in the top five next year type of shit. But one one I I want to say Keenan Allen, bro. Keenan Allen. And uh, Keenan Allen can finish as a, a you know as a top ten receiver. You know what I mean he he I mean maybe that's not bold enough, but I just because I personally don't think Tyrod Taylor is is gonna be able to like, feed any kind of volume to anyone over there. Like he's you know what I mean. Like he's always ran a slower pace offense. You know what I mean. But but uh you know so that's why I think this is bold that Keenan Allen can you know finish in, as a top five either. You know what I mean. Sweetness bold predictions.
0: Yeah, man, I got a few. I got to break it down. I think Darren Waller uh, uh, Darren Waller finishes as the number one tight end overall. Ooh. Um, yeah, Lindsey finishes as a uh, – That's a good one. Lindsey finishes in front of Gordon, man. Oh, man, you took mine. Good shit. That's my take. That's it. That's two. You want me to go three? I'll go three real quick. Um, Boy. I'll get you real quick. Um, where the fuck was that? Drew Lock. Drew Locke finishes yeah. in the uh, top twelve quarterbacks.
1: Like it. I got. It. I, got right. it. I got some Drew Lock shares. All right. My first one,
0: Clyde edwards Hilaire number one running back in fantasy. Yeah. Game. Thank you. My second one. I just had it. Where is it? Hold on. I got you guys. Okay. Courtland Sutton. Courtland Sutton will finish outside the 36 top 36 wide receivers. That is my two takes,
2: bold predictions. Doc. I, Doc. I love that bold prediction because I don't like Cortland Sutton. Um, Why? Why? I just not? don't like him. I don't have to have a reason I don't like him. I just want to know. I just want to I told you I don't I just like wanna know. I just I no. just want to know if you saw something I want to know no. what happened
0: no, I just don't he, like he. it okay. Smoky, I, just, I just want
1: to know Smokey had had a top 36 cuz that's where he was in those 5 games that he
2: actually started with uh new guy. man bold predictions Los Angeles Chargers make the playoffs uh, I I think uh I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but I could see it happening. They put something together. Uh, Justin Herbert better not see the field. He's he's trash. He needs to sit there and learn how to play football. Be
0: nice to him.
2: He listens to the show. Okay. Yeah. Great. Friend of the would, show, Justin Herbert. I would have agreed. Also with, plays a garbage quarterback. Justin have, Herbert, uh, Herbert is what I call him. I would, have,
1: uh, I
0: would have kind of agreed with that if Derwin James didn't tear his shit up. But as uh, far yeah. as that goes, I'm, I'm over that. I'm,
2: that I'm, gonna, that I'm over but the Chargers shit for sure. Even with that, they still have a pretty good defense. So, ah, another bold prediction. I don't know that I got any. I don't care about the AFC West like Sweetness does. So, I uh-oh. care about
0: everybody. What? I said I care about everybody. I got more predictions for every division. I, I know you do.
2: I know you do. Um, but uh, I could see Tyreek, Kelsey, and Clyde Edwards the all finishing top three at their position.
1: Love it. Uh, okay.
2: Yeah. So I <laughs> know I know my, I know that my favorite know one you guys have said that that's one of them is gonna one. fall off. I that's don't good. think so. That's I good. think they're they're all gonna be and then obviously Patrick Mahomes is gonna be there too. Right. So they're gonna have a and you came up with that on the fly too. Good job. Man, I'm telling you, stuff, that's man. actually – Mahomes is going to be in the top three as well. So, you got – that's – that would be something crazy, though, for fantasy.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff, man. All right. Bogard Bojeezy,
1: let everybody know where they can find you, bro. Hey, and then you know, you can find me uh, on the YouTube, the GMM Network. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, hit subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Uh you know, spike the likes, drop the comments, hit the notification bell, all that good stuff. Um, you could also find our flagship show, the Real Fantasy Playmakers uh podcast available on all streaming platforms. And uh you could follow me at the GMM network on both Twitter and IG. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't be afraid to sh- uh shoot the kid a DM or two. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try to answer all kind of fantasy questions, start sits, all that shit throughout the year. You know what I mean? Um I mean you're definitely gonna see uh uh all the bros be frequent guests on my show, mm-hmm. including yeah, including um including uh, my man Smokey. Uh we're gonna be doing a week a weekly sh- uh, ranking show. And uh yeah, show. I'm, just, I'm just excited, man. Thank you guys for having me again. You know what I mean? We just uh we well, pushing this boulder uphill and um man it the, the, to the we, top We've been working hard towards this season. This is kinda this is like 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 this type like these episodes we've been doing to fill up the, the off season. You know, now we're now we're getting to the real grit. You know what I mean? I love it. Like yeah. we're we're here. We're almost there. We're at the pinnacle.
0: Just like James Conner was training in the off season, flipping those big ass tires. We were doing the same thing
1: mm-hmm. in
0: our fucking draft rooms, in our offices. We were flipping those tires and doing the research. This oh yeah, you do. Putting in that work, man. All Put all offseason alone, brother. Hey, for fantasy sweetness, Doc POC. This is your boy Smoking
1: J. This is Bears Brews and the Bros. We will catch you guys on the next one. Right down, baby. Ciao, baby.